All righty. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. I hope that you are thriving. I am very, very lucky to have this person here with me today, Juan Ayala. Uh, he has his own podcast called Actors with Issues, and I was able to appear on his show. And now he's with me today. So please introduce yourself. Say whatever you'd like to say to my listeners. Hi, everyone. Um... So yeah, my name is Juan. Uh, I'm an actor living in New York. Um, and as Christopher said, I have my own podcast called Actors with Issues. Um, initially started it as this little passion project to sort of give actors a little soapbox and be able to talk about, some people are more comfortable talking about like sort of the beef they have with the industry. We've talked about representation culturally, um, about uh, queer communities, Hispanic communities, um, African-American communities. Um, we've talked about Black Lives Matter about, uh, sometimes. And other times it depends on on what, on who the guest is. If they want to just promote something, then I let them sort of use it as a little free promotion tool. Um, but yeah, that's my show. And, and that's a bit about me. Um, grew up in Connecticut and live in New York City now for a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. So being outed i'm gonna go right to it okay let's go right in <laughs> yeah so you said you were you, you texted me saying you being out being outed i mean i i made that decision for myself did you make the decision for yourself how did that work um i made the decision for myself in a few different facets um i came out to my sister um i came out to some of my closest friends i came out to my cousin um and they all were, you know, the most loving, supportive, uh, as, as one wants. Um, and then on social media, on like Instagram, I posted something about pride right on being on my birthday, posted like the first photo with my boyfriend on his birthday. Whoa. And um, I hadn't posted any of that stuff on Facebook because all, all of my adult family, my very religious family, my dad's a pastor. I knew how they would react. So I'm just like, let's just stick this to Instagram where none of these older people are on. They're all on Facebook and they don't use Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. Um, but then uh, about two weeks after I moved out and I moved to New York, um, or it was just about a month actually, because I moved in June. And then I went back home for 4th of July weekend. Uh, my birthday's on July 2nd. So I went home for my birthday as well. And my dad at the end of the big barbecue sits me down and pulls my mom over and someone told them someone um who i only recently found out who it was um not someone i'm related to thank god but some nosy pos who uh felt that it's that even back then as a 25 year old that they had to go to my parents and be like you should see what your son is posting on you know that sort of nonsense, like some nosy busybody who felt that it was their place to do that. But basically, they showed or sent my dad that photo I posted with my boyfriend at my very first Pride, at World Pride in 2018 or 2019. Um, and, you know, it, it's one of those things that it, they have the nerve to ask, like, why didn't you tell it yourself? It's like, well, because of this. Look at your reaction. You think I wanted this? Like, I, I knew exactly how they would react they're conservative lifelong christians like i said my dad's a pastor and it's like turning it around and making it about them like 
you know, like your mom can't sleep because of this and you're, and I, I don't know what to do. Where did I fail you as a father? Where did I fail you as a man? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how is this about that? But sure. Um, and, you know, I grew up as a kid in church. I still, I believe in God. I believe that something out there created this very complex universe. I don't think we just exist because. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I don't know, there's just so many little parts of the Bible that in, in, in laws and, and rules that Christians conveniently cherry pick these days. Like they are so obsessed with someone's sexuality, but no one's batting an eye on divorce. Mm. Um, like my own father's been divorced and it's like, Oh, you know, prior like, prior to your year of Lincoln's right, day. Oh, my, right, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was a green card marriage, but it's like, doesn't matter. Still divorced. Uh, you know, because um, my parents are immigrants from Salvador. So there's also that whole other thing, this whole cultural difference with um, Latinos and with Hispanics. It's, um, you know, there's toxic masculinity and machismo. And it's like, you know, I grew up my whole life thankfully it wasn't ever directed to me but i always heard like my uncles or my cousins telling their young sons like stop acting like a girl stop screaming don't do that girls do that it's like really guys all right whatever um wow. but yeah the whole being outed it was devastating it, to me it was devastating because it's like all right this is like my worst fear realized you guys are reacting exactly how i knew you would i no longer feel welcome in your house no matter how many times you say You'll always be our son. All of those statements that they said, all of these loving statements that we want when we come out, were all followed with a but. It's like, we love you. We'll always love you. But we don't agree with this or we're not okay with this. You know, you'll always be our son. You're always welcome here. But we're going to pray for you. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it just, it was this whole ordeal and this like inner crisis that i was having because it's like you say i'm welcome here but i feel like you're gonna i feel i don't i don't feel welcome and then of course i spent like pretty much the entire pandemic with them because it was either that or stay alone in my apartment for six months but wow so you're with them for six months i was with them from late march until late july so about five months and, and move back to the city and yeah. wow wow process that that is <laughs> that is um that is life uh let's just take a little break and we'll be back after these messages all righty so we're back here with juan ayala i be out just what comes with that for our own mental wellness, for whoever we have to be out for, of course, first and foremost, ourselves, right? But like for others, I want you to, uh, I want you to share what it means to be out for you. So each person that I came out to uh, especially because I came out to like the people closest to me, like my big sister and my best friends and my, my, my closest cousin. Every time it felt like this weight being lifted off of my shoulders. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I always tell them, I like, I realize I'm not the most masculine person in the room. 
Um, but you know, some of my family joked that when I told them I was bi, they're like, Oh, well, I mean, we always knew. And I'm like, all right, shut up, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, every time I told someone, it felt like this massive weight off of my shoulders. It was just a sigh of relief. And it's like, now I can be my true self around you and I can, you know, it just, it, it always felt like this, this big sigh of relief. Um, and even when I was outed to my parents, it's like, yes, after the tears and the turmoil that I felt privately in my room, uh, after all of that, it's like, okay, well, at least now they know. Now I don't have to try and muster up the courage to tell them myself and sit them down for that conversation. Like, it's done. It was ripped off like a horrible Band-Aid, but it happened. And now it's it's out there and yeah it's uh, you know there's been a little bit of progress with my parents like during covid when i was with them my mom would ask about my boyfriend and his family because they know i spent a week with them prior to going from new york to connecticut i went over to jersey to spend some time with them for my boyfriend's birthday um so you know it, it, there's some progress and they're just you know making sure that i'm okay and that i'm taken care of and all that stuff but um each time really just to go back to, to what I was saying, it has felt like this weight lifted off of my shoulders and that I can, I no longer have to put on disguise around people that I love and care about and who think that they know me. Um, but I was really sort of hiding this big part of myself from them. Um, and that part is who I love and who I'm attracted to and, and, that's really it. It's not a lot about my personality. I, I, you know, I'm nothing about my personality has really changed. Um, sometimes coming out, people feel that they can, you know, that their most authentic self is different than who they were the whole time before. But I've always been someone that never really cared about anyone's opinions about me. So I never really hid uh, anything about my sort of personality um, from people when I was closeted. Um, and yeah, I thank my boyfriend very much for giving me sort of the courage to just be myself um, and trusting him with who I am. He dated me for six months to nine months before I was outed. Um, so, you know, dating a closeted person is a challenge within, in and of itself. Um, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh your true self and your authentic self, I think for mental wellness in particular, I think that to be able to achieve that in life is something worth fighting for. And I'm glad that you have for yourself. You are a beautiful human being. I'm so glad that you are a friend of mine now. And I've been able to follow your keto your keto, <laughs> your keto journey. Uh, anyway, that's a whole other conversation as well. Um, but uh, if you can, if you can sum up your authentic self and share that with our listeners, like what is that? What does that represent for you? And how does that give you a strong path of mental wellness? Yeah. So for me, you know, being my authentic self is just not having to worry about having to put on this guise uh, or to put up appearances around people, especially 
you know, we all do that for people we've never met before. We may sort of heighten ourselves a little bit when we meet someone for the first time. But doing that for the people who know you, who are your family and your friends and all of that, doing that 24-7, at least when you're in their presence, is exhausting. It is emotionally draining. Um, really messed with me, gave me a bit of anxiety for a while when I was like, when I had a boyfriend but couldn't tell anyone about it because I, I was scared of their re reaction. So, you know, I would get the text and be like, oh, it's my friend, Eric, uh, or <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, you know, being my authentic self and everyone being their authentic selves is just being you, whoever you are, um, and doing it with no shame, doing it unabashedly. You might get looks from someone, you might get an eye roll or get stares. I live in a very ethnic neighborhood where people, uh, not sometimes, not vocally, but sometimes vocally make a remark about seeing my boyfriend and I hold hands in public for something. It, it's, we're always going to have to deal with that, hopefully for not too long, but, you know, but we're not ashamed. We're not, you know, letting go of our hands when we walk by someone. Um, because we're both very confident in who we are and in our feelings for each other and in being our authentic selves around everyone. Mm. And that is my wish for you to be your authentic self, uh, to anyone who's listening, uh, be your authentic self with anyone and everyone. Juan Ayala, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me, Chris. Alrighty, and forever you are, remember to live it, love it now.